for at least the past one or two years or maybe more, you, you were doing um, a river raft race. This year, I noticed it changed from race to so like a parade, parade and a costume, costume contest. contest. So I just, I just, I'm gonna make some bets on, on maybe percentages. I'm gonna say that at least 20%, maybe 25% of the costumes on there are gonna be pirates. <laughs> I think you're right. There's definitely a good amount of pirates that end up as rafting uh, costumes. Yeah. Although we also get uh, fuzzy unicorns and, nice. <laughs> and ducks. Um, I don't know, I've been involved with a couple of uh, raft parades uh, throughout the country, so a couple up in Montana, a couple in uh, Colorado, and it's people come up with some wild ideas on, on how to put a costume over a life jacket. Yeah. And so it's, it's a lot of fun to see what people do. And the reason we changed from a race is it's, that kind of makes it more exclusive, right? It pushes certain it groups of people out. Yeah. Where as a costume contest and rap parade that is open to all of the public um, and it's just for fun yeah. is, is a lot more inclusive. And I think that's what Riverfest is all about is finding ways to include people right. at the river and to bring them into an understanding of this valuable and beautiful resource we have. sponsors. Do you need HVAC services or a tankless water heater? Four States Equipment. Whether it's residential or commercial, Four States Equipment has it all. Parts and equipment, sales and service, from restaurant equipment to heating and air conditioning. Visit fourstatesequipment.com. Ken Collins Marketing. It's simple. We help small business owners get more customers. Show our sponsors some love. If you're watching the video, show us some love by smashing the like button. And remember, the views and opinions expressed on Ken's Think Tank do not necessarily reflect those of our sponsors. If I was in a group that wanted to participate in that, how would I get a raft? Well, um, if a private rafter wants to come along, they just bring their own boat and put it in the river. Obviously, it's, it's an open access river and they'll just be included in the contest by floating by. and. Um, we'll give them a, a little number that they can be judged by. Um, as far as if a company wanted to do it, let's say Ken wanted to sponsor a raft with uh, his marketing team, we would take, it's $100 to sponsor a raft through Desert River Guides, and we can take up to 10 people on that raft, and you bring your own sign and bring your own costumes, we'll provide life jackets, paddles, and a guide. Um, so. Yeah, anybody that wants to join private boaters, we would love to see them out there. Kayakers, uh, stand-up paddle boarders, anybody that wants to float on something, as long as you bring a life jacket, we'll put you out there on the river and you can float along with us. In a, in a um, tube? In a tube, if you want to get yeah. that cold. That water's right. not that warm. Um, yeah. But you can bring a tube if you want to. Right. Um, and then, like I said, a, a company can sponsor a raft. We have six rafts available, um, Three Rivers Brewing is already sponsoring one raft for the raft parade and they're going nice. to send some of their folks and get some costumes together for that. Okay, that's and then cool. Does the college still rent equipment like that? Uh, absolutely, the college has a number of rafts that they can rent. 
Um, I think it's $90 a day to rent a raft with uh, paddles and life jackets. Um, of course, you're going to want somebody that's at least somewhat experienced river rafting to, to be your captain for that if you rent a boat. Sure. But yeah, they absolutely do have access to a lot of different gear for river rafting, as well as stand-up paddle boards. They have uh, inflatable kayaks. So San Juan College uh, Outdoor Rental Center definitely is an excellent resource that we have here, here in Farmington that a lot of people don't take advantage of. Yeah. And that is fully open to the public. When did Riverfest start? I think that it started in 1987. Okay. We needed Dr. Lamer here to tell us that. But yeah. I think it started in 1987, but it was Labor Day. Oh. And they brought in a like a like a gypsy troupe to entertain. Really? Yes, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and the, <laughs> that year, the only little trail they had, they had sort of bushwhacked from where River Reach Terrace is up the trail just a little ways. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a finished trail. There were no plazas or anything. Yeah. And um, and then the following year, they moved it to um, to Memorial Day weekend because the rafting and the water on the river. Okay. And uh, it's been going ever since, every year, except for 2020 and 2021. Yeah. So we were having awesome. a hard time figuring out if this is our 36th or our 34th right. uh, River Fest because, right. you know, are you counting the years since you started it or the years you actually had in the Right. You know, yeah. Throw a wrench in the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, you got to really sit and worry about things like that. <laughs> and that's actually what... what uh, why Animus River Jam was born, is that right? Yeah, the the city, because of all the, the regulations with the pandemic, uh, we weren't going to do anything. And right. the city came to us and said, please do something, right. because people need to get out. Yeah. And I think that was Rob Mays, uh, or Mayor Duckett, or both of them, that were right. just quite insistent. We went ahead and, and booked the music groups, and but people had, an, had an, the opportunity to get out yeah. enjoy some music and eat some food and be outdoors and it was kind of in between mask mandates so it was right it was a it was good timing and people were saying oh yeah i went to riverfest uh, last year and you're like no 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 that was not riverfest no. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was uh it was music and food yeah uh, right. but it was you know wait till you see riverfest because it's a you know there's just it's like a three-ring circus. There's something going on everywhere. It's great. Yeah, Dr drastic difference between Riverfest and River Animus River Jam. But Animus River Jam was such a hit that you guys are going to continue. We doing picked that, it up. Right? Now we're going to do it in the fall. Okay. We're do it in September. Perfect. And sort of close off the season. Right. So Riverfest, it kind of makes sense to do it in the spring. You know. Um, that's the, when the, the the river's rising yep. up. Um, it's really coming to life. The whole thing and do a fall celebration yep. to put it to bed for the winter. Yeah, that's about it. You know, as you watch yeah. the the leaves come out and then you watch the leaves go out. Yeah, you know, come out and go out. There's and there's usually right. like an arts and crafts area. Okay. Uh, we get sponsors. Uh, initially, the River Reach used to pay for all the materials, and in the last couple of years, we've been able to get sponsors that. Uh, cover those expenses so kids do arts and crafts there's no charge for them on that it's just for fun right then there's you know there's vendors that do things that kids like like especially face painters yeah and balloon animals and things like that and then um, there are uh, what we call children's amusements so those are things like bouncy houses in the past we've had ponies and you know different things like that right that, uh, that kids can do and those are mostly at Rocky Reach Terrace 
We try to keep them in one area so that families with kids are not walking back and right. forth. Oh, I want my face painted. Oh, it's two miles from here, honey. So the, anyway, now, that's a lot of fun. Now, is the face painting restricted to children or? No, I don't or think so. Would I be able to get? I think you could get your face painted. Because you might have to wait in line behind a lot of kids. Right. <laughs> I, you know, I I look at some of those and I go, that looks like fun. I wouldn't mind doing that myself. Yeah. But then there's um, some ad adult-only type of things, and in, in by way of like a beer tent and yep, um, uh, wine. Yeah, Clancy's wine? does beer and wine. Okay, and at both at both venues, we started that some years back. We started at just Rocky Reach Landing, and we, we expanded it. Okay, um, and so it's at both ends now. So they they just have a you know they're lined up there with the food trucks. Yeah. And uh, but they're near the music in both cases, so you can, if you're if you're 21 and you're so inclined, you can go have a beer and sit down yeah. and listen to music. And there are a lot of food trucks. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that uh, Monica does our our food vending, and or she organizes it, and um, she's trying to get uh, food trucks uh, that you know that are not paying the full the full amount right. that, say, somebody does, just so they can get in there and get their name out there and say, you know, I'm parked at this location most of the time, so that people go, hey, that was a really good food, whatever it was, yeah. and now, now I know where to look for them, you know, because right. we know they're all over town. Right. And, uh, yeah, but you don't necessarily you don't yeah. necessarily know who's what, and you don't necessarily get a chance to sample their food. Yeah. You're driving by at 45 miles an hour, and you go, oh, <laughs> that's barbecue. Yeah. And so, you get you them know. all packed into one location that you can just bounce them um, and, yep. and see which ones you like. And then that that way, then you know, okay, I'm going to find wherever they are yeah. uh, the rest of the year. So yeah. You know, just in my, in my neighborhood, I drove by the other day and saw a food truck parked, and I was like, oh, I've never... I've never heard that one. I wonder where they are. You yeah. Know? So that would that would be a neat way to get your name out there. Because this is, I mean, this is a pretty large task to put this event together. Mm -hmm. um, all all the board members are involved mm -hmm. in one way or another. And then, so how many board members are there? We have fifteen board members. Okay. What we have is what what are called executive directors. So um, I have an executive director that's over me. And she takes care of, or she's uh, responsible for checking up on all the vending. I'm a director of arts and crafts, so I'm putting together the arts and crafts uh, show, which is at River Reach Terrace. So basically, I just report to her and tell her, you know, I have this many vendors set up already. If I have any issues, I would let her know, etc. And then that way, when we used to have River Reach, uh, River Fest organizing committee meetings, there'd be like 30 people in the room, and let me tell you, it was chaos. Yeah. You know, you had all these sidebar conversations right. going. So this way we have, I think it's eight people, eight or nine people that meet on a regular basis. And then I, you know, like I report to, to my executive director. Right. And um, Dan Waters is in charge of vendors and so she reports the same executive director I do etc right. and so that I think that'll work out a lot better and, and we have new board members we have a couple that have never been to Riverfest but they're in charge of something and they're like tell me what I'm doing and you know it's like oh yeah that's how it is when I when I first moved here I was principal at Heights and one of the parents uh, was a board member of the River Reach Foundation 
and uh, suggested that I volunteer for a two-hour shift at the information booth. Okay. And the next year, I was in charge of the information booth, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my God, how did that happen?" Oh man. And and so yeah, that's that's you, you learn you learn fast, and that's how the, our newer board members are yeah. as far as the things that they're in charge of. So, and that's kind of based on, um, it, this is a weird story for me, but I used to be a fireman in Kienta. Oh, were you? Yeah, I was. That's I was actually, awesome. I, I was actually Arizona's first female fire chief, but that's, the, the, the way we're set up is actually an incident command system, so that you have right. a chain of command that's not maybe more than eight people. And, right. and, and so instead of one person being in charge of the whole uh, Riverfest organizing committee, uh, you've got all these people that that have people under them and so on, and it should it shouldn't be. Just because I say that, we'll get to the event and we'll, <laughs> we'll have forgotten something really, really important. Yeah. But uh, I, th I think it's a better way to organize it. And then and then you you've got an army of of troops. You've got an army of volunteers as yep. well. Yep. That, uh, Chris Troyer is in charge of our, our securing our volunteers. Um, Cody's been. Well, I'll let Cody talk about his volunteers in a minute. But um, we have a we've we've got a new um, app that we're using for volunteer management, and people can just sign up. They can and now the with the new app, they can sign up for when they want to work and where they want to work. Before right. before you just sort of signed up, and then Chris would get hold of you. Sure. But uh, Cody's been instrumental because he's the National Honor Society uh, sponsor at Pedro Vista. He gets us uh, kids. They are phenomenal. Yeah. They are such a great asset. Yeah. They do such hard work. Yeah, th those kids are just looking for fun stuff to do and are really community involved. The cool thing about being a teacher is getting to work with those motivated and, and really go-getter type of kids. And yeah. that's part of why I chose to be the, the sponsor advisor for National Honor Society because those are the kids that want to go out and get some stuff done and, and find ways to benefit their community. Right. You know, we have kids that are sophomores, juniors, and seniors, and they just want to get out there and help, and they're they're driven and dedicated to what they do, and, and they're responsible and, and on time, which is, I mean, we get a lot of adult volunteers that don't show up for a shift. Whereas, <laughs> Can I also add they're enthusiastic and energetic. That right? is also yeah. true, yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's just really cool to work with that group of kids and, and also other kids throughout the high school. I don't just limit the volunteer opportunities to those Honor Society kids. Of course, I make it known to all of my students that I work with at, at PV that this is available. And the ones that sign up are typically really good, hardworking kids. Yeah, that's awesome. So we have, we have I think, any time maybe between 150 and 250 volunteers yeah. that work various shifts. Because you need that many. Yeah. yeah. So that's oh, yeah. the whole point. It's an army I th I, of people. I think, I think yeah. uh, you know, we have information booths, and we're this year we're going to have merchandising booths and parking. Parking right. booths. And, and uh, in the past, uh, we've relied heavily on our local ROTCs for parking because that's what they do. They know how to do that. Sure. And um, we've used Shiprock and Piedra Vista and Farmington High School okay. ROTCs over the years. Yeah. And they do a great job, too. Somebody wants to do, like, a treasure hunt, and I don't know if we'll end up 
doing that or not, right. but it's been brought brought to uh, members okay. of the organizing committee. Man, what a great event we've been putting on for, like you said, close to 25 years 30, now. 35 years. 35 34, years. 34, I think, is, is, is what is, the is decision's what been made. Now, okay, yes. all right. Wow. And, and it's it, it couldn't be done without the community turnout because we, we couldn't make something like this happen without people wanting to be here. Yeah. And so bringing Farmington together and then bringing the rest of the community of New Mexico and Southwest Colorado and right. Utah and Arizona, we get people from all over the four corners. And sometimes people just traveling through run into this amazing event and then yeah. they decide to come back or stay in Farmington for a little bit longer. And that's what it's all about is bringing your family out, getting something to do that you can have a lot of fun and be outdoors right and so we like to celebrate our rivers because that's what rivers are great for is getting people outdoors yeah you know the ride that that uh that i took with you um on, on our episode uh there was a family who was doing just just that right they they uh, were here for a different reason and then discovered the rivers and and what i can take a raft on the river and uh and they did it and they were they they absolutely loved it it was like this amazing experience and they will they want to come back so right. yeah one of the one of the um i took five raft trips i think with cody's business last summer i yep. was enjoying it uh but one of the one of the trips we took we had a lady on there who's a, a visiting nurse you know with covid with uh with the hospital right and she was just bored and right. she uh she saw something about the rafting and so she she rafted and then she came back the next day and did the other river <laughs> so yeah. she, you know it was it was it was good times I, I there's one thing i want to add that i think we didn't mention okay and that is the city of farmington the parks oh, department yeah. the city oh, of man. farmington in general and the and the parks department shauna reeves and doug abe they are they are phenomenal to work with and and yeah. we don't do this event uh, by ourselves, you know right. the 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 parks department does an massive amount of work, and they are just so great to work with. And I, again, I've worked with them for like 20 years now, and um, they're always just they're, they're lifesavers. And yeah, yeah. Our yeah. parks department is phenomenal. Period. But but uh, specifically with with Riverfest, right? Uh, we couldn't do it without them. Yeah, they've got a real a bunch of really good troops over there, yep. and they they know what they're doing. <laughs> they just they do. know what they're and doing, they, so. and they enjoy doing it. You know, yeah. they don't. It's not like um, oh God, it's Riverfest again. Right. It's like you know, yeah. they're enthusiastic about it. Right. And they have ideas. You know, like if you got oh, we've got this problem. Well, what about this? Right. And you know, the city of Farmington steps up in a lot of ways. Uh, parking is an issue. We have remote parking out at Gateway Museum, and the Red Apple Transit will bring people down right. here. They don't charge the people. They don't charge us. Right. The city of Farmington stepped up and said, hey, this is an issue. Yeah. Wait, let's help you out. They also transport people. Well, I think, actually, I think we get a, a medical van from the hospital that we, we transport people, like, from here to the other side that right. maybe can't walk all the way. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I mean, it's a really pretty walk, but it's, it's, it's a long a walk. walk, you yeah. know, and so. For, for, for older people or people with disabilities, it's, um, it's yeah. not... Our river trails are not particularly friendly. Yeah, know, it so. could prevent somebody yeah. from going to the other side of that thing. But if you can, if you can just park here, 
you know, and do the things that are here and then get a ride over to the other side and do all the things that are on the other well, side and, as well. And, and when you get to the other side, we have the Antique Tractor Association, right. which basically is like a hayride. Yeah. They'll take you from the parking lot uh, down to Rocky Ridge Landing so right. that, you know, you can... I know one time I was so tired and I was parked over there and I'd walked across and back and forth and back and forth and I saw that I saw that tractor and I was like, Oh God, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you can take me the last quarter mile. So, yeah. yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It was really good. Awesome. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot of you know, we're hoping, I don't know if we will, but we're hoping like with our Rover Fest event to be able to involve the animal shelter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's back, everybody. Riverfest. So River this year, yeah. com. Yeah. And and if anybody has any questions about any of the events, or how do I get to be a vendor, or how could I yeah. get my food truck in there, or whatever, all the contact information is at the website. Yeah. Um, particularly at the end of the website where it says where there's a vendor tab, right? Sponsorship. If if you know if you're a company like Kim Collins Advertising, right? You know, um, if you're a company and would like to be a sponsor. Right. Um, we have opportunities. We'll take your money. Yeah. And we'll put your name all over and, everything and saying, you know, this, these people help bring, because um, we don't have, we, we rely on our sponsors. Yeah. It's the sponsors that make the events possible. Ma yeah, make yeah. the event possible. And then the event makes um, so many too. other things that you guys do that the River Reach Foundation does in and around the rivers and for the rivers. So, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you'll take their money, but you'll put it to a really yeah. great well, yeah, cause. It's, it's not like so. we're going to Acapulco or anything. <laughs> All the money that we raise We goes, travel the rural looking at other people's rivers. Yeah. yeah, no, we don't do that. It all goes into projects here. So yeah. It, yeah. That's, it that's all stays in it. the local community to yeah. benefit the community. And there's been a lot of development. I mean, a lot of development. I grew up um, just right up here, and uh, I used to come down here. I, I loved it. I There was nothing. There was nothing. There was nobody, and I was an introvert, so I could go down here and get away from people. It, but it was just trees. There was no development. It was just trees and, like, game trails mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, man, and now since... I've come back and I'm an adult and everything. We, you know, my girlfriend and I, we would come down here and walk the trails, and you could take multiple different paths and and uh, bridges and get to the other side of the river, which wasn't an option yeah, when I was yeah. a kid. You yeah. know, and not without getting your feet wet. I know, and so slipping on the stones. Just so much development, but parks um, springing up and 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 river access, you know, and just just the whole thing so there's so many things that that's been going on but besides just cleanup efforts and it just goes on and on and oh, on so cody you want to talk about the cleanup sure yeah um about that two weeks before Riverfest on saturday may 14th our raft company as well as the city of farmington and river reach foundation are organizing a trail and river cleanup Okay. Um, we're going to bring a couple of boats down and set up a boat as a trash barge and then sort of bounce back and forth on the river between the two shores and pick up as much uh, debris as we can possibly catch and get out of the trees and out of the yeah. uh, banks. And then also there's going to be opportunities for people that just, if they want to walk around, they can grab a trash bag and a uh, grabber and we'll just send out hopefully a large group of people to just pick up before Riverfest and, and 
you know, our parks aren't that dirty, but there's always a little bit of stuff here and there. And when we put the effort in to keep them clean, they stay clean. Right. And so we're doing a, a really cool uh, organized event for that on May 14th at 11 a.m. Um, and anybody that shows up, we're going to do first come, first serve to do a float down the river and help pick up some trash. Awesome. And then those people that are left over or that don't want to get on the water will be able to pick up some trash around the parks yeah. and on the trails. And then there will be a dumpster at the Berg Park East, which is where the first ju bridge is. just upstream where the first bridge is. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, and we'll be meeting uh, initially at Animus Park, and then there will be a group probably meeting there at Berg East as well. Well, thank you guys for riding with me. This is cool, and I'm glad that Riverfest is back this year. I mean, it's one of those huge annual things that you just you almost take for granted that oh yeah, it's time for Riverfest, and we haven't had it the last two years because yeah, of the craziness of everything. That, that so. first year we waited, we, we, we thought this is going to go away. You know, we believed, right. we believed in two weeks. To yeah, the two, curve. yeah. <laughs> and we finally had to just say, no, it's not going to happen. And everybody mis misheard that. It was two years. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, the but, curve is flat. Yeah. We're back at Riverfest. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad you guys are back. So thanks for riding thanks with me. Thanks a lot, Ken. It was really Thank fun. Thank you, Ken. Right on, man. Ken's Think Tank is made possible with help from these fine sponsors. Basin Home Health and Hospice. I know who you are. I know what you want. If you're looking for print and radio ads, I can tell you that's not what I do. But I do have a particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a godsend for business owners like you. If you hire Ken Collins Marketing to build your website, people who look for you online will be able to find you. But if you don't, they will look for you. They won't find you. And you'll go out of business. KenCollinsMarketing.com